it's me, Chloe. Hi, guys. I am so excited to be back. I know I have some explaining to do on my whereabouts. The last time I was here, I believe it was February. Things have definitely changed. And um, it's been crazy. I owe you guys the who, what, when, where, how, why of where I've been and everything else. And we're going to get into that. Talking to a wall the last month and a half, basically, has been um, good for the soul rather than the microphone we were dealing with a lot on our plate basically i just needed a break and i'm in a weird point where i am sort of dealing with a lot of change and new stuff all exciting stuff but it's a lot when you're so used to the consistency and schedule that i am used to guess we could say i just needed march to chill out and that's what i did so i think that getting back in the groove of this will give me a good little routine to have and we have a lot to cover. So that's why I'm also excited. We have a lot, a lot. March really blessed us with a lot of advice to be given and shared from the good, the bad, the middle, the meh. And I'm really excited to break it down. And before we get into that, I have like 30 days left of college. And then I am so excited to be moving back home. Um, very exciting things. Not really, but we'll just act like it is. I am going to be living at home. I I decided to keep going with school, which is um, a pretty painful thought um, as well, but it's just something I need to do now while I don't have that much on my plate other than work, which, you know, fun times there. I was actually able to get a job and I'm super excited about it. It just all worked out perfectly. I was super stressed about what type of nursing and field and patient population that I wanted to go into, and it just kind of happened that my cup of tea sort of fell into my lap and I'm super excited to start and that won't be until August so my main priority after graduation will be passing the boards chatting with you guys other than that we've been up to the same old same old I mean I do live with five people who have an insanely busy schedule so when you mix that with a degree in the making in your own mental health it can get kind of taxing which is why I also just needed a little time out the talking into the microphone. So in March, I was actually able to go to Florida and, you know, despite having everything on my plate, I was actually able to have a really good time there. Spring break, my last one ever. Um, saying that makes me uh, not feel so great, but it was fun. I am almost glad it was my last one because I don't know how people survive in these environments all year round. I went for like five days to Florida and I think... Um, a piece of me will forever be in Fort Lauderdale. It is not real. It's insane. I don't think anyone sleeps there or drinks water. That is kind of my takeaway from that um, environment. It was definitely lots of memories to be remembered. It was crazy. But but as I've all already said, um, college is kind of coming to an end for me and I'm not really an emotional person. I don't really show emotion. I will say everything else going on in my head but I'm um, get really weird when it comes to change or like endings or like addressing my feelings I guess that's something that I've learned recently that I need to work on and I've basically been like oh we're gonna be fine when graduation comes I don't really give a shit it's normal everyone leaves college it's like how I left high school it will all be fine but as I was kind of going through this semester I'm realizing everything's kind of coming to an end and it's like the last time we get to do stuff with these people and it's making me sad so I also 
also wanted to try and work on being present because my mind goes at 30,000 million miles a second that sometimes I'm too busy thinking about something that happened or something that's going to happen and I can't just be in the moment. And I think taking that time to work on being present, I was able to just feel better and also kind of grieve the loss of being able to have to go into the real world, which I'm excited about. I think that I'm at the point where I need a big switch up. Something needs to change. I feel like super stagnant where I am and I hate that feeling even more than the feeling of um, leaving college. So I'm excited for that. But the anticipation of it has interesting. I don't really know what post-grad looks like for everyone. But for me, it's definitely going to be a lot of work in school. It's going to be interesting. And I did ask some of my friends at home and at school what they think and what they're concerned about in friendships, in relationships, whether it's with their friends, family, parents, anyone really, like what they're concerned with, with a change of graduation. Because the majority of my people that listen to this are in the same boat as me. And I just feel like now I don't really know what to do after graduation. It's just like go to work, come home, go back there, say, hey, move on. Like I'm just kind of confused with where I'm supposed to go. And honestly, after hearing what you all had to say, I asked people just to like text me or Snapchat me as dumb as that sounds, like things that they felt like they were excited for or concerned hit me with what they were feeling. And I got a bunch of good answers and some of them that I'm like, I have the solution for you with this concern or with this positive. It might not be that positive not to be like a Debbie Downer. So we're going to get into some of them and break them down because I think everyone at this point of time is a little scared of graduation and the post-grad life. And if you're not, honestly, like you come smack me in the face and tell me that it's going to be okay because I think I need that. So to set the scene, let's start with something that you're going to feel whenever change is coming. This is how I know a big change in my life is coming. Is There's so much rejection and redirection that I'm like, this isn't fitting. This isn't going to go this way for me. And this can go for your careers, your relationships, literally anything. If you're feeling a bunch of resistance against it, it's not, it's not meant for you. Something better coming or something totally different. And this is probably the hardest lesson to learn. I already know this lesson and sometimes I like just ignore it and I'm like, nope, it's going to fit. It has to fit. I'm determined. And sometimes stuff just doesn't work out. Like you're never going to know why. You're never going to be able to predict it, see it coming. And I think that's the part of change that I like the best is that it always smacks me upside the head when I need it. And I always just think that when you feel like things aren't working out, just remember that something else is coming. And it's so annoying when people tell me that and it's so annoying to hear and it's kind of like an I told you so like the universe is just hitting you with an I told you so and I ignore it all the time like I'm gonna be honest I am like oh there's a ton of resistance for this oh yep it's uh, meant to be and then it's not. So that's where I think being present and just focusing on what you can focus on that day is so helpful because in reality, you can plan as much as you want, but the universe is just gonna take over. Like it's shit can go sideways and you don't know. That's why I think like there's some things that are just out of my control and there's some things that just are not meant for you, even if you want them to be. And that's a tough lesson, but I think that's the first thing at being okay with change is acknowledging that. 
now that we've kind of covered that, I think whenever change is coming, I always look at what I'm doing, whether it's a routine, guys, my friends, my food, my sleep schedule, work. I analyze every aspect of my life, my own mind, my hobbies, if I'm doing them, if I'm avoiding them. Like you really got to do like an FBI deep dive on yourself at this current point and see what you're not doing, what you are doing, and like figure out what makes you feel good and what makes you feel bad. I have learned in the past that I deflect or ignore stuff that I don't want to give attention to as a way to just avoid it. And I've stopped doing that because it's not, it's not going to go away. It's never going to just be gone, no matter how much um I might wish that. And I think when you analyze every part of what you're doing, you're being more self-aware and you're also figuring out what going into this next part of your life is not going to align. And I think when you're more self-aware, it's also easier when you are getting into relationships, sort of anything, whether it's with work, coworkers, your family, your friends, a guy, a girl, who knows? It's a lot easier to be able to see the reality of it because you're self-aware. You're aware of what might be bad for you and what is good for you. And I just think it helps benefit the whole transition as a whole. But some things that you guys were saying that are concerning you is that there's this theme that you feel like you are friends with everyone because you see them all the time. But then when you leave, you're going to feel like you're friends with nobody. And I'm going to be blunt. I just think that's like an acquaintance. I just think the word you're looking for to stamp on all of these people that you have the same conversation with is an acquaintance. And there's nothing wrong with having them. I think everyone needs at least 10 to 15 acquaintances in their life. Not everyone can be your close friend. You can't. You have people that you can confide in. You have people that you know you cannot tell anything to. And I think acquaintances are a good middle because you just like keep it light. It's like when you talk to your grandma. I think if you're feeling like I'm friends with everyone, but also I'm friends with nobody, I think that you're just very conscious about who you're friendly with and who you're close with. I really only have enough close, close friends to count on one hand or maybe one and a half. And that's because of people's character and my expectations as a friend. And I think I definitely have more acquaintances and friends that I'm friendly with rather than like a huge friend group. And I think realizing that nobody when you seriously get older and get into life has a friend group anymore, you'll realize that this is just a feeling you're feeling in this phase of life. Like my mom doesn't go get salads with a friend group. I mean, maybe me and Eileen just need to get out there more, but I just think you would rather, I would take from this that you would rather have a higher quality friend. Like quality over quantity is basically what I'm trying to say. And sometimes it's good just to float around. You don't really, being in a friend group comes with a lot of baggage. Sometimes just being the floater that comes around and has a fun time and then leaves and gets to sleep peacefully at night is the ideal situation. So that would be my advice for people who feel concerned about that. And the next one is one I'm so excited to talk about because I chronically had this as a child. I debunked it and it's FOMO. I had FOMO growing up and mainly around New Year's Eve. I would get so freaking paranoid that I would miss the new year and the ball dropping that I would like have to stay away till midnight and it was so stupid because I was like six like forcing myself to stay awake just to see the stupid ball drop like now I like sleep peacefully at 11 59 but I think FOMO is just the inability for you to decide and I again there's some things that if you have work and it's something fun FOMO have it have a day of FOMO but if you're the type of person that post-grad is gonna have FOMO where it's like I have FOMO of everyday life I just think you don't know how to be present in your life and you also are not confident in your decisions of where you're at and I mean that in a nice way. Um, 
hopefully because I realized when I turned 21 and I was finally allowed to you know legally get into places that my FOMO was gone because well my FOMO was gone long before that you know when I realized when they said the ball dropped it was just a glow up ball that exploded confetti but now whenever my friends ask me I know immediately no I am not going I do not want to go and that really kicked the the FOMO to the curb because if you don't want to go somewhere why are you going to stress about if you're missing out on something you did not even want to go I can think of like three times where I went out and I didn't want to and shit hits the freaking fan every time like every time I never leave being like oh I'm really glad that I left my bed and went out for that if I don't want to go moving right along this one I got from maybe like five or six people and I was kind of confused because maybe I just don't give a fuck or I don't know what it was but I was kind of like a little confused not to be a little judgy this is a safe place but everyone was saying they were like concerned that you're gonna drift away from your friends after graduation and i hear what people are saying because there's some people where i'm like you literally live all the way in wherever and we're not gonna be seeing each other like how we do every morning to go get coffee and a bagel it's gonna be different and it's gonna be weird but i guess i was just under the impression that if it was a legit friendship or relationship that you would keep in touch like we have texting we have a fax machine we have zoom like cars still exist planes trains like I thought they were still up and running and that's why I'm kind of confused because the way I look at this is that if someone's not gonna put in effort because we no longer are around each other out of convenience then I really just weeded away someone who really wasn't that dedicated to the cause I would say and I think with this some of them were meaning it in a way like life will just get in the way and I have friends from high school where like just got in the way and I only really talk to them like here and there and that's not because I don't care about them and because they don't care about me it's just because we're busy and I think that everyone is gonna have a moment in their life where they just feel busy and they're not gonna be able to be the best friend possible we're transitioning and everyone's doing stuff that's so different like some people are moving into an apartment with new people some people are moving home some people don't know where they're going and are starting like a brand new career starting from scratch some people have already been in their career and it's like you just almost need to have some grace I would suggest and not read too much into it how we all adjusted from high school to college we're all gonna adjust from college to life and I think nobody really can plan or have expectations for what friendships and relationships are gonna look like now moving on to like a sub theme of this I had a few people say that they were moving and they're so used to being around a one-sided friendship and they feel like the friendship's gonna fizzle out. I mean, this was not the majority, but this was the minority that was like, I don't know what to do with these one-sided friendships that I am sort of leaving open-ended. Into that, I would say fuck them because I think one-sided friendships, no matter what it is, if it's a hookup relationship friendship, fuck anyone that's not gonna even meet you halfway. Like that is crazy to me how people think 
that that's okay and not to go back to the whole thing about friends drifting but that's so normal like do you have friends from eight years ago that are the exact same like i look at friendships that have come and gone as a lesson and i don't hold any resentment like my friendships were great like we're not friends anymore and that's fine like move on and if a friendship feels leaves you feeling one-sided it's because it is whether that's with a guy a girl if you feel like it's one-sided it is and they know it is and my suggestion to you would be to take this as an opportunity to start a new chapter without them because if someone's not even gonna give a shit about what i'm doing why am i gonna give a fuck if they're around or not like that is what i don't understand the reason why i live my life and just don't give a fuck about what anyone thinks about me or says about me or speculates about me is because i know who i am as a person and it's really uncomfortable to do because in all my friendships relationships i basically assume that people are going to meet me with the same morals and no bullshit that i meet them with and let me tell you that is not true um male female whatever they're not going to match you with that so i feel like it's really hard for people to disappoint me i mean people still do do not get me wrong um very disappointed um more frequently than i would like but i think that it's more of a reflection on them if you have your shit in order and i feel like for the most part if you're close with me you kind of know my deal and i think if someone's gonna just take you for granted fuck them like that's just the vibe i have with one-sided friendships i don't really participate in that and people who do you wrong are people that took your niceness for granted so fuck the one-sided shit like fuck me makes me just so confused and annoyed like I can't understand how people stick that through like I I could physically not show up and I want to say like the person that I was going into college is not at all comparable to who I am now I mean the core awkwardness weirdness poor jokes laughing at only myself that's gonna be until I literally take my last breath but I think I've really grown a lot and like found my voice. I've learned to maybe stop using it as much. I think when you're someone that's as outspoken as if you know me, I am, people just assume that you're always going to speak it. And I've kind of learned that not everyone cares and you're just wasting your own time. So I almost have learned the hard way that over talking is a thing and I'm leaving with a word count from college we'll say and i don't really need to explain stuff anymore if i don't want to and the only reason i do explain stuff now is it's kind of like a last chance for them to either correct it or give me their perspective on it and maybe i read it wrong or to tell me their intentions because sometimes i'm in the wrong and that's really the only thing it's kind of like a three strikes you're out and like that's it's not gonna go anywhere after that i just kind of let it let it go let that fizzle out and um, put them in a category of like what i can expect from them college has showed me is that there is literally some people who you have not known before and you just meet them and they feel like you've known them for so long i've never had that feeling until i met some of my best friends and it just organically happens i could tell you i thought that there's no way that me and them would be compatible and 
we were and it's like i've said to them like i feel like i've known you in another life or like we've been siblings or something weird like it's just like i don't even need to say anything i don't need to put in a lot of stress and effort in the friendship and it just looks and feels completely normal and like in tune and i think this is like a meant to be type friendship like a lifelong friend and you don't have to do much you could literally be sitting in the room with them and it feels like just comforting being around them you also learn who to take advice from there have been some people who give me advice and i'm just like i wouldn't even accept advice criticism a dollar bill from you that it's just kind of funny like you just really have to nod your head and zone out and i think that's another thing is it's like you learn through these good friendships who you can go to it's just like who you're compatible with that you really need to either smack you in the face or give you a hug and i think college is so different for everyone what you really took from it and made of it and friendships are gonna come and go even if you don't want them to change is gonna happen whether you don't want it to whether you're anticipating it and i think that is why we all don't like planned change i like it just to smack me upside the face and like happen out of nowhere but this is one of those instances where it's not and i am just going to embrace it i've decided i cannot plan the future i really can't prepare for it i know that sounds so stupid but what's gonna happen is what's gonna happen and i think with this podcast um you're really gonna find out with me because march and the parts of april that i've experienced have been very um eventful um yeah we've really learned a lot and i think that i'm excited for the newness of getting out of college and i'm also sad to be leaving it and i hope that if you're one of those people that came to me with one of your concerns that you aren't offended from anything i said because i mean this with love if someone could have told me this when i was going through it i would have really liked that because i think we're all a lot more relatable than we think and chances are people have felt the things you're feeling and the only reason i can say fuck that friend or fuck that FOMO is because I have felt the uncomfortable feelings. Yeah, no one's immune to any of these feelings. Everyone's gonna feel it at some point. Whether they ignore it, embrace it, it's really up to them. And I'm super excited to be back. This feels good and I'm really glad to be back. I appreciate you joining me again. I promise that I will not be MIA and I will be seeing you guys next week.